and welcome to Sklay Data. Hey, we're just hanging out. Sunday here. edition. Chilling on a Sunday in the office. Yeah. All right. You here. wanted to show some uh, stuff off, but I guess first we should say what this is. This is, uh, we have a new board coming out. We have a new board coming out. I'm getting back on some hardware that I've been needing to finish. So the Metro M4 Express, um, CircuitPython uh, 3.0 Alpha is supporting it and supporting it pretty well. So it's, it's time to release this hardware so that people can get their hands on it. And um, we've had, yeah, we've been kind of working on this on and off since about August actually of last year. Yeah. But chips didn't really ship until November. So it's been a couple months, but we wanted to like, get all the peripherals going and tested. So uh, parallel clock and um, QSPI and all that stuff. That's uh, the parallel uh, camera connector and QSPI. And just getting like all the little things that you have to learn about a new chip when it comes out. Getting those all going and, and nice and smooth. So this is the beta hardware. So this is the design that we sent out PCBs. We're going to get them sometime this week. It's very exciting. Okay, so that's the this top of the board. Yeah, this is beta because yeah. we're still learning everything about this chip. So we might change a pin connection. So this isn't like final. And this is the back of the board, uh, which Phil B did a lovely silk screen. He added um, by request. I had asked him to put a little MOSFET on the back. This is honorary MOSFET board, and um, otherwise it's like you know the same shape as the Metro M0 and the Metro Classic. Chip that features that SAMD51 Metro uh, chip. SAMD51, 120 megahertz, Cortex M4, pretty sweet. Yeah, so do you want to um, show this testing procedure? Yeah, well, I showed some of the testers I've been working on today. Okay. I have so two we'll testers. Let's start with the overhead. Um, so this is the M0 tester. I designed one nice tester for both the M0 and the M4, but I thought I'd show the M0 first because this one's actually a little more finished. So um, I'm using. Oh, oh, what? Hey, remember when I started doing this in the past? What? It went blank. It went blank. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Oh yeah. Remember when that happened? That used to happen a long time ago. It went Ooh. blank. So we're like really goth right now. Yeah, but it's unknown why. Let's see if it comes back. Well, it's set camera, right? No. No. How did we figure this out last time? I think we changed to a shorter USB cable. Didn't we? No, it wasn't that. Oh, maybe it was. No, that was the overhead, right? Yeah, let's just go to the overhead without that other one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that working now? Mm, I guess so. Um, That's when the two cameras are on. Okay. Exciting. Well, this is Escalita. It's like rough and unscripted. Um, so we've got the Teensy 3.6. I like this for our tester boards. Um, it's more expensive than just a plain, you know, for this, the basic testers we're using uh, and Metro or like a 328 chip. What's nice about this is really, really fast. And I'm using this to SWD program um, the chips, like basically acting like a J-Link. So having a really fast chip here is important because I'm bit banging that um, the the SWD protocol. And then the storage, this storage SD card holds the flash memory image that I'm going to program onto the chip. So um, like the 51 here is 512. Um, K of flash, and then there's a version that's one megabyte of flash. So, you know, you have to store that image somehow. So having it on SD cards makes it really easy for me to test and update the code. And I got um, character LCD output, which is really nice. And I use the RGB backlight to give info. So it's like, like right now, if I run it, it'll say um, error on connecting because um, and it'll turn it red, so you know like something went wrong. 
And then here is another SD card. And this SD card actually holds the image that's going to be um, programmed into the SPI flash. So likewise, this is two megabytes. It's like too big to store in chip. It's easier just to have it like an, an SD card. These are so inexpensive to add on. And then I have an image of what goes on here. And this chip self-programs it. Like this can only program this chip because it's, it's an SWD connection. And then this SD card programs this chip. So it's kind of weird because there's two SD cards, but it turns out that this is really like the easiest way to do it. And then, um, Dano has kind of hooked me up with like a plastic plate and this 3D printed thing. We're still noodling around with it. This is a little bit still wiggly, so I have to hold it down. But um, if I press reset and then I hold it down nicely, it can go through the whole test. Um, it's like erasing the flash memory, which takes a while. The SPI flash takes a long time to program. And then it programs CircuitPython in it. And now, um, you can see it's got the bootloader and uh, CircuitPython on it running. And you can see it's even going through a little um, RGB color swirl to let you know that the code is good. And then it's blinking an LED to also let you know, like, hey, data is, is transmitting. So this is the M0. And um, you can see it only takes about 10 seconds um, to program it, which is really good. It's going to be dangerous. I'm going to try this again. You're going to try it again? Yeah. Okay. Well, scary. Desk of Lady 8 is the rapid prototype of trying all the stuff, so yeah. see how it goes. We're actually doing revision on the M0, so the reason this is not the classic black is it's a prototype. We're revising the M0 um, board to have through-hole, so um, the 2.1 millimeter jack through-hole and the headers through-hole. We originally designed the Metro to be like surface mount headers, but now that we have a selective solder machine, I actually like the through-hole headers more. They're more durable, um, they don't wiggle as much. So moving to a, like a, this uh, big pin jack and through hole headers is, is what we're going for with the uh, M0 I'm take some here. questions as I come in? Yeah, sure. Um, is there a version with an ethernet? There is. It's only a, a f Mac. It's not a Phi. Um, so it does have ethernet. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's either the SAM E51, SAM E54. We were thinking about the next version. There's going to be like a mega-sized version, which we're still thinking of a good name for. So it'd be just like this, but even longer. And that chip, since it's like you have so much more space, we were thinking last night, we were talking, maybe having an Ethernet jack on it. Yeah. But again, you'd have to add, I don't remember the name of the chip, because I, I looked one up. There's like, you basically have to spend an extra couple bucks to get the Phi, the part that actually does the, um, the conversion of the voltage signals and the inductor and all that. So it's not like, you know, the, the Wisnet chips that we have, they're pretty inexpensive. Um, and they kind of do the TCP IP stack and everything. So we're not quite sure yet. It's like, if we add ethernet, you have to put the whole TCP IP stack on. So, so there's a few PHY, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, it has ethernet, but it's not like done like there's a lot of work you have to add in to make the ethernet work and we'd basically have to like program in our toss it gets like really complicated really fast so we're thinking maybe in a future future version of adding ethernet like we've seen like the tnc3 uh five and three six have ethernet i don't think the three two has ethernet but the three six i think does but the process of actually getting the TCP IP stack all working, it, it's just not, like you have to do it at a very low level and like, it's not fun to run your own TCP IP stack. Like you can do it, I've done it, 
uh, I didn't do a good job. Um, there's better ones out there, but it's very hard to just get that part. You have to get a lot of stuff with it. Anyway, so this is the M0 tester. So this is the 3515. Um, I've got these cup pogos. So these are good for, um, they cup onto these uh, through hole headers. So that's that. And then um, today I worked on the version for the uh, Metro M4. So I'm gonna put this away and then over here. So this is the M4 version. Oh, another fun thing is, you know, this has um, USB host. And so I use the USB host to test the USB connection. Um, so it can, I don't need to have, I used to do this all with like a Linux computer and would actually check for like a USB enumeration. But what's nice is with a USB host built in to the TNC, I don't have to do that. So there's a couple of things that I did that was exciting. So I forgot to add pogo pins on the bottom of this board for the SWD connections. So I have, you know, the SWDIO like standard header up here. So I kind of just like made a little adapter. So next time I revise this board, I'm gonna add the two pogo pins. I just completely forgot about them. Um, but that's okay, because this works fine. So you plug this in and then I don't have the, um, this part attached yet. We have to like laser cut a piece here. So I have to hold this by hand for now, um, but that's okay. And uh, Dean who wrote the original code for bit banging SWD programming updated it to support the SAMD51. Um, so it takes a little bit longer, but it does work. So let me program this and then I have to hold this down. Um, but it's still testing, erasing that flash chip programming it, doing that final erase, and then putting in um, CircuitPython. So the test code actually is an Arduino. It's, it's an Arduino program that takes the um, image, the SD file from here and programs it to the QSPI. It's just easier to do it with Arduino because you have such better low level control. Um, because in CircuitPython, you can't program like the flash itself. So this way it's very, very quick. You know, I'm done in about 13 seconds. And then this is a completely finished, you know, it has CircuitPython 3.0 alpha on it, has files on the SD, the SPI flash, and everything is tested, including the power supply. So, so this is the, this is like the silk screen looks like, so you can see it's got this kind of cool highlight and it will be gold and then purple. It will be the mask color um, after the first run. We're gonna have to do the first run in, I think, blue or black and then we're going to go to purple yep you can even grab if you want i can grab the purple pcb samples if you want to show off the purple color yeah go for yeah, it they're over i forgot to grab them they're over in my bin so we call dead air in the biz so yeah i got i got some sample color pcbs for the circuit playground and we ended up not doing this. We kind of ran out of time. But this is the purple color that we ended up picking with gold. It's a kind of a matte purple, and it matches uh, Blinka. So, yeah, we didn't use this. This was just a sample PCB that we got. But it shows the uh, what it looks like. I think it's kind of nice. Purple and gold are the yeah. colors. nice so we'll probably have the m4 boards be a purple color and then you thought maybe we could have purple on one side and pink on the other like yeah Blinka. That'd, it'd be be like Blinka. Cool. that'd be neat maybe like a pink belly yeah yeah we'll see I've, I've never asked a pcb house if they could do two side color like one color on each side but we'll find out if it's possible we'll do it 
Okay, Etro M4, is it Arduino compatible? It is Arduino compatible. We've written an Arduino like plugin for it. And um, last weekend I tested every shield that we sell, and all of them work. Um, there's like one, sometimes there's a little changes you have to make to the shield. Like I if, know what someone's getting for Arduino day. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it works with the shields. The shields that run five volt logic, I have a little jumper you have to cut to make it three volt logic. Cause this is, this chip really doesn't like it. If you give it five volt, like it doesn't break it. It just doesn't work. It just like halts. Cause it's like, Hey, why do you have a five volt logic level on a pin? So you just have to convert it to three volt logic, but all of the shields that we have, there's a little trace that you can cut to do that with. So it's not too bad. Okay. All right. Got anything else? Um, I've got this like robot board that we've been working on. It's not this out is yet. Super. I mean, I just Don't ask. we just got these together. Oh my god! But it, it's a robot board. Yeah, we we showed this off on um, previous desk lady as I was designing this. This is something that a feather would plug into. So it's a feather shield, even though it looks it has a chip on it. And the idea behind this was to have like a robotic helper that kind of does all sorts of stuff that people often do when they're making artistic robots. Um, so it has four servos, uh, eight GPIO with um, you know analog input or like you know digital I/O, four capacitive touch pads that you can you can alligator clip onto, NeoPixel output with the output pin at five volts, so it's converted up. Um, a speaker, Class D speaker, for um, playing music. Um, two motor drivers with current limiting, so you can drive two uh, bidirectional motors, and then or like one uh, stepper motor. And then um, this is a, a transistor driver. So this is a, like a Darlington high power transistor driver with built-in um, diodes. So you can use this for solenoids or a stepper motor or like a DC motor where you only want to go one direction, so you get four of those as well. The stuff that's been a challenge for me is the power supply. I'm trying to add in some power supply protection circuitry, so I picked up a new chip from TI, and I don't know if it works or not, so we're gonna find out. <laughs> and then um, it's the, all this stuff is actually managed by a Seesaw chip. So this SAMD21 takes I squared C commands to run all these I.O. pins because there's never going to be enough I.O. pins on a feather to do all this stuff. There's just too many pins that you need because there's like 20, I think I did the math, it was like 30 pins or, or 28 pins were needed. Um, and a feather, you would just you would just run out, especially on an ESP8266, which only has like four pins available. So this way it's all done over I2C and a lot of robotics, you don't need it to be that fast. Like running your I2C at one megahertz, um, you're gonna be fine. Like no, none of the robots that I've seen people make like artsy robots out of need like precision um, control. And then if we do end up wanting to do quadrature encoder type stuff, this this chip would do it for you and it would like handle all the timing control. So it'll, it'll work out much better I think than um, using shift registers or just a plain IO expander. I think the Seesaw is a lot smarter um, so it can do a lot more. So that's okay. that. That's what I got so far. So this is just a proto-proto-prototype. Like, yeah. it doesn't even turn on, probably. Like, it probably catches on fire the moment you put it in. No, but one of those 3D printers. It's like one of those 3D printers. But we're going to get there. <laughs> and I kind of like this sort of, like, octagonal look. So it's got stuff on every, on every edge. So this is my prototype. Okay. 
That's what I'm working on. All right, but I, I think did... I learned something with all these video yeah. feeds too. Yeah, it was, it's always interesting. Challenging. Okay. All right, so the Metro M0 tester updated, much better, much faster. Metro M4 tester ready to go. We're gonna get um, the latest CircuitPython alpha release ready. As soon as those PCBs come in, we'll make them. So probably in like a couple weeks, we're gonna get the, when, when everything comes in, we'll get those M4s out. And uh, I know we have like a couple hundred signups yeah. on that board. Sign up, it's actually Yeah, go to adafruit.com and sign up. Yeah, search for SAMD51. I think it's 3382. Yep. And um, type in your name and you will get notified. And we're gonna have a limit of one per customer when we first release them, but we're gonna have a couple hundred. Okay. All right. And that's that. That's Desolate Data. Bye, everybody. Bye.